And welcome back to Inside the Show. I'm Scuffy. He's Cougs. And we got, of course, a lot of things to talk about. We got the new program. We got multiple new events, headliners, and a whole bunch of other stuff that we're going to be covering today. But first, we got a gameplay update here, Cougs. We got a gameplay update last week, update number six. And this was kind of expected. It, it was kind of expected. The reason why is they always put out an update before the first qualifier for a particular circuit they did this the past three years now i looked it up i was like and we've been asking the question are we going to get an update are we going to get a hitting update are we going to get fixes to multiple bugs whether that's co-op and other modes and the answer was yes so we got that i believe two days before it was last thursday or wednesday i forgot what particular day it was but it was before the qualifier that happens on saturday and like i said they did in 20 they did in 21 and now they did in 22. So maybe this is like a future t like template or what we see going the further in the future that they will always have a gameplay update before a circuit and that or a qualifier that gets played. But anyway, let's go over the update. Could we say it's an update for hitting? <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Do we do we start out with this? Uh, all right, let's first off start out what the update did before we get into our feedback yeah, yeah, yeah. already. Um, I'll go over it real quick. So if you haven't seen it yet or you just wasn't sure what the update entailed, here was general gameplay. Hitters will have slightly less foul ball coverage, resulting in more swing and misses. We see that. We're like, okay, this is positive. Uh, fix a freeze that could occur on foul tips that bounce near the catcher. I've never seen that, and I, I, it's like the perfect perfect that goes to be a foul tip in their data. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I like, that. I've never seen that happen. Um, users are now limited to pressing R2. Uh, win has been turned off in online rated games. That's online rated. That's regular teams versus regular teams, not DD. That's already been off. Uh, fix issue that caused the camp pitch icon to become stuck on the screen. That's the R2 uh, icon. On balls in the air where runners stop to see if it is landing or getting caught instead of going back to their previous base. Runners will now advance one base when the ball is clearly not going to be caught by the outfielder. Adjustments made to Jesper timing for splitters, sinkers when using pinpoint. Splitters now have a more lenient criteria for perfect pitchers, while sinkers now have a less lenient criteria for perfect pitchers. And then for Diamond Dynasty, fix the issues which uh, allowed a pitcher to go into a position player slot in the lineup many seasons fix bugs co-op fix bugs and freezes uh ball player if a user changes from a two-way to uh one player the correct archetype would now be available in the loadout screen and then minor uh improvements to franchise and march october to two-way player logic but the big topic and the big subject at hand is the general gameplay right it's it's the first bullet point they put into the update, and that is with the hitters will have slightly less foul ball coverage, resulting in more swing and misses. Now, Cougs, I, I think we both could agree. Like we we've seen a lot of foul balls compared to previous years, even with the dynamic PCI edition two twenty two, that we are still seeing that. And to be honest, with you even after the gameplay update, it still feels the same. I yeah, don't know. I I haven't noticed a single difference. I like the, the update came out and I started playing a game through a curveball in the dirt foul ball. Like it just, it, it nothing seems to have changed. Um, and I'm sure they have the data that says that it, it has actually changed, but it's always the same back and forth with what their data says versus what the hardcore players game to game experiences. It, it doesn't always seem to match up the way that they would like it to. Now, um, another thing on that is uh, fixed an issue that would cause the can't pitch icon to become stuck on the screen. Uh, that mm -hmm. happened to me like yesterday. So that oh, also, shit. it still hasn't seemed to be fixed. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing I noticed here is about the R2 thing. Users are now limited to pressing R2 to view pitch types once per pitch for up to three seconds. Yep. I don't... I don't really I see don't. how that changes anything if you can still press R2 every single pitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
I think it's. I think you just need to just show the data to the hitter, like right there, and let that fade out. Don't even have R two. Just show it on the screen. Let it fade out two seconds, and then you have your PCI fill your anchor. Maybe just don't think you have enough time between pitches, but I think you do. Um, Yeah, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. I I felt like this update tried to go after a lot of things that people were frustrated about mm-hmm. and i don't really think it worked i am i can't really say yeah. that this was a a w of an update in my opinion just based off foul balls still feel crazy the r2 icons still got stuck on my screen literally yesterday and um the fact that you can still press r2 after every single pitch is also not really i think what people were looking for yeah, I, I agree. And you know what was also weird? Like, we had to stream for the holiday program, which we'll get to. And the first thing that came out with Ramon um, with the statement from the gameplay team is, and this is now became a meme in the community, is where they said the hitting engine is as intended as they see um, being played in the game. And, you know, it's just, it, there's some disconnect, I feel, um, between... I don't know if it's just because we're the loudest because we're on social media and we we have the voice to preach out what we like and what we don't like. And maybe it's just a disconnect from there because we don't know how everyone else feels, whether that's casual or just people that are don't deal with social media or, or just other stuff. But still, it just feels like there's a, there's a little disconnect between us and the gameplay team on how we not see how the game should be played, but just like how we should expect the game play. Like, I feel like we just, I don't know how you, I don't know how to phrase it. Like we need more transparency on how this engine should work or just, this is how they always intended to be. And they don't see it being any different than the way, way it is. And there's going to be no change going further. I don't know. I, I I'm all over the place and you could hear that right now or see yeah. it like uh, my mind is just turning when talking about this just spitballing on this and i just can't grasp my i just can't grasp my thoughts around this subject yeah and and you know the thing is like sds as a as a studio they honestly they they have to go off the the greater data as a whole and i think the the issue is that people just People who are hardcore players and are on social media and are constantly talking about the state of the game, um, it, it a lot of people feel like those numbers don't accurately reflect what their online experience actually is. And, you know, maybe it's up to those players to actually show what that data is, but right now it doesn't feel like that's it's, it's a one-to-one representation of the online experience, especially at the higher levels. Now, once again, I still think the like yes people have memed them saying that they feel like the hitting engine is working as intended i've already seen yeah. tons of of <laughs> you know st- like like perfect perfect outs and then twitch chats five people mm-hmm. oh just working as intended bro like move over or, or get over it um but uh i st- i've said it a million times and i'm going to keep saying it i still think the issue is with the feedback i still think that the feedback is way too confusing for people and I uh-huh. don't think it does a good job at, at at translating what happened on that swing and why something happened. I just don't think it works because I've seen people, even today, I've squared up balls with guys with like really good power, all this stuff. And, and it's just, it's like, why is that ball not traveling? But this ball where I was completely off with the mm-hmm. PCI on a much weaker timing, like it, it's, it's mind numbing when you start hyper focusing on that feedback. And I don't blame people for focusing on that feedback because that's what it's telling you in game. But I still do not think that feedback gives the right information for people. And I think it needs to be overhauled. And I I've once again, I've said this a million times, I'm beating a dead horse, yeah. but I genuinely think that's what the issue is versus the actual hitting engine itself. Because I'll be honest, Maybe the hitting engine is working as intended. Maybe it really is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think people are going to see that because of the way feedback is delivered to the player in that experience. 
Yeah, and and we seen them do all overhaul and feedback beforehand because I feel like we had this same conversation in twenty, um, mm-hmm. and that was actually the big update before um, the first circuit. Um, That's that right. They did, yeah, they they uh, put the new feedback with the meter, and then um, you see the uh, the back go through the zone. I really don't even look at like ever since we had scan on the show. Yeah. I don't look like at the feedback for the pci i look at where did i hit it off the bat and where is it between the meter between good late um and so on and that kind of makes a little bit more sense to me when i look at that then i look at um where the ball at pci because i i swear i hit one dead center like almost dead center of my trout against variety with 125 power in the circuit on on saturday and i thought it should be like I was like, okay, what what's going on here? Um, and it, it was just a pop out. Um, yeah. So I do see the frustrations, and I I see I and it even gets frustrated for me. Um, it's at that point, and I I will say I'm a kind of guy that just goes along, plays the game, and tries not get too aggravated. But it's getting to that point for me because. It's hard. It's very hard um, because it's not just the foul foul balls. It's a way way out of zone hits as well. Um, And it just and then when you see bad user input get rewarded, it's not because that's not going to happen in the game. I mean, bloops are going to happen in the game no matter what. That's part of baseball. And even though it's a video game are going to happen. But when you see it more and more and you don't get rewarded for your hits, it gets more frustrating as a user and it makes you not want to play the game. Yep. And like you said, we, this, this is the same conversation we've had over and over and over again. We yeah. talk about it every year. We talk about it when the feature premiere drops, we talk about it when the game drops and we're looking for patches and updates. Like once again, it just feels like there's a disconnect between the gameplay team and the actual community that plays the game because this is not just a conversation that started right now. This has been a conversation that we've had for years and years and years. And once again, I, I still think it's the feedback. I don't know if something is going to be changed there, but mm-hmm. it's like, like you said, bloops are going to happen. I'm, I'm honestly, I'm totally okay. Giving up a handful of blue pits every game. Yeah. As long as those aren't the ones dictating the games a lot of the time and and let me be clear for all the that's just baseball this is a baseball video game all this stuff every once in a while a blue pit can decide the outcome of a game 100 percent, no question about it but when it happens as consistently as we as it does and when we're playing so many more games it, it gets aggravating it, it gets mind-numbing to look at that feedback and just be frustrated after every single swing or every single at bat it's just not a good it's not a great experience right now and i'm with it, you. i I, yeah. I don't try to hyper focus on the feedback i don't try to look at it and 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 you know break down every single swing and exactly like you said ever since scan came on i've started reading the feedback from right to left versus left to right. I look at the mm-hmm. the swing path before I look at anything involving my PCI because that to me makes way more sense. Now, when you have a good swing path and then you look at the PCI and the PCI is also like centered up and it's still just a weird little shallow flyout, then that that's when you get frustrated. But like, I just I, I feel like it's not giving you the information that you need. Yeah. Um, I'm also curious, I don't know if you know more about this, but what does the pitching attributes have effect for hitting as well? Um, we know about the H per nines and we know when they had the home runs per nine and that had a big effect, um, to the game, which is no longer, I believe it's no longer inside the game anymore. I, I kind of want to know more information on the pitching side thing on how it affects hitting for that particular at bat, I guess. I don't know how you would display that. I don't know if it's where, say, I ha- say I've had Trout like that has 125 power. However, I'm facing someone that has very good H per nines, which showed the attributes of what it really is when facing that pitcher. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe that's a way. I I feel like there's another thing that needs to go into is the pitcher. Like, how good is that pitcher? Um, yeah. And how does that affect? And I feel like that's more lined 
like we're blinded to that unless you really dig deep unless you pause the game look at the pitcher look at the quirks but when you look on the screen we get the attributes for the hitter right but we don't yep. really get the graphs of the pitcher that's out there and i think that could be another disconnect and that's something that i would love to see that comes in the game i just don't know how visually you will give that to a user on the ui but something to think about yeah no 100 i think that's actually a really good point to make is because a lot of people you know they they only look at the the power of the hitter they only look at the things that they have the control over whereas you know like you said the 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 pitcher the hits per nine the the stamina the confidence all of that stuff matters too but at the same time when it's a perfectly squared ball in the middle of the pci i think you got to give the batter the benefit of the doubt on that because a pitcher can make a perfect pitch but a batter can also make a perfect swing he can also put up a perfect swing and and hit the ball well even if it's a pitch that's located perfectly so i i'd see both sides of that for sure and yeah once again, I just I don't know how they give us all that information in such a short amount of time, because like like they try to give us a lot of information pitch to pitch, but there's only so much time between pitches. Yeah. That like you you can only give people so much information to process. So I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, we'll, we'll find out, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that that is the game update. Um, they indicated that they were do their data once again i don't know how maybe that's a week or two i say about two weeks or even three before we probably see another gameplay update um another billion swings yeah no billion swings um that we're probably gonna have to do but hey that's <laughs> it we'll, we'll find out we'll find out when that when that time comes and we'll discuss it on on the next whenever that comes out on the episode um let's talk about some fun stuff though now yeah Scuffy. let's let's go to uh hey we got a new legend new we do. Big legend like this is like a a huge legend and we kind of already knew that was coming um last week and it it did in fact to be in the doc roy holiday making his way to the show and kooks I, I mean this is a five out of five i mean if we're going yeah. right I, this is easily five out of five this is a legend that you typically see hyped up before the game to get you buy a copy um Not, and absolutely. we get it we get it a month well almost two months in so that's a big win, and he gets his own program. I, I, the more, uh, let me ask you, uh, and that'll give you my opinion. The more I know, I, I just can't. I have to let it out. The more I see it to be a two week program, I'm more okay with it. Okay, is it weird? Because at first I was like, oh, two week program, we're getting these so more more cards, but it's just this one boss. But I'm fine with it. And you know why I'm fine with it? Because I could buy Roy Holiday for thirty k and not do the program. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go, Scuffy. <laughs> See, you know, you know your priorities. You know where you stand, which is great. No, yeah, I think two weeks is is cool, honestly. Um, especially because, like you said, it's one boss, so everybody's getting the same guy. It's not like the the spring cleanup program where you choose two of five. Everybody gets the same guy, so he's gonna be a little bit cheaper just because there's no variety. But yeah, I'm okay with the two week program. I don't mind it. I actually yeah. think the way they did it was really good with giving us it's almost like a, a a very grand evolution program because you start from the bronze yeah. Roy Halliday and you get all the way up to the 95 overall postseason one at 200,000 XP. And, you know, they're going to give out, I think, a showdown later this week. I'm sure they're going to add more moments, all that stuff. And it it's. He's going to be easy enough to get if you just put a little bit of time into the game. If you complete the conquest map, you do a couple missions, do the moments like before you know it, you're going to be creeping up on the 200,000 XP to get Roy Halliday. So overall, I actually think they did a really good job with this program. However, in the future, if they do do more programs where it's a one player reward, it's a two week program, whatever, mm -hmm. they have to make sure that the program boss is worth it. And I do think yeah. Roy Halladay is worth it. I think he's a good pitcher. He has higher hits per nine than Randy Johnson on his base card. So I think he's good. Plus the pitch mix is very solid. But in the future, you have to make sure that that guy who's at 200,000 XP or whatever it is, is worth it for the people that are going to do that program. You know, you can't, you can't throw a dud in there. You can't, you can't have somebody that not a lot of people are going to get excited for. If everybody's getting the same card, it's got to be somebody solid. 
and they did with new legend um and like i said this is a five out of five legend so that was uh hey i love it um even though i, I it's basically like a phillies program when i'm a met fan like <laughs> it, it, i'm not gonna be able to use the other cars I, I i'm happy they snuck um a gold uh carlos legalo in there but besides i mean but me as a phillies i mean not, as a mets fan i'm not gonna really use all the other players but for other everyone else i mean get a top this is a top five pitcher that you get in the game right here right now by just grinding or if you're like me buy off the market um which i actually did i bought off the market on actually saturday i didn't buy him for 30 i actually bought him for like 65 to be honest with you and the reason was because i decided to play in the qualifier we, we talked about this last week um we with having rofo and Sporer on and the qualifiers started this saturday and they go through um the next couple of weeks and then the grand finale is on the 18th and 19th of june and hey kooks i i gotta say this new format in the summer circuit hey i i'm digging um for me personally i'm very digging it. and the reason why is last year or the years past you had um the swiss pool format where played one game you waited um and then you get matched up with someone else that's your record so say if you're two and oh um you're going once for your game number three you're going to look for someone that's who else is two and oh but you have to wait until the next round starts which could take about hour to maybe hour and a half because you gotta wait until all games get played for the first round in order to get the matchup however now since moving to esl to battlefy um, Battlefy has a mechanism of, of doing a ladder format. What does that mean? It's pretty much you queue for eight hours and you play as many games as you want um, within that eight hours. And I tell you, I started at 12, when it's 12 Eastern when it started. I got seven games in in about two hours, two and a half hours, almost three, I would say, because the games were instant. Once I was done the game, find a game, you ready it up. You send your opponent your PSN or Xbox name, match up, play, report score, and then go to the next game. Um, I'm going. I'm going to say, Kuz, I, I, I re- if you had doubts before, like with the previous formats, the way it was by waiting around and just not doing anything, this is a complete 180, complete action, like nonstop action. Gets you if you have a competitive, like you want something competitive out of this game this is what you do even if you don't feel like you're going to make it to second day which i don't i just want that competitive this is what i'm missing from ranked right i love the br even though this is three innings too but i want to use that high diamonds in my lineup and have that competitive feel this gave it to me um and even though that i can't i know i won't make it to day two i'm still gonna play these saturdays just get that feeling and play on these three inning games at the highest level on legend and it's it's been a blast i i really had fun this last saturday sweet I, it's great to hear um i i think that was the biggest thing in in past years that kind of stopped me from even playing in the qualifiers because you know in mlb 19 they added the first tournament that they ever did i played in that it was a lot of fun but those those saturdays where you had to sit there for six seven hours to play like what five three inning games, six three inning games, something like that. There was just so much time between them. That really mm-hmm. was a turnoff for a lot of people. Now I, I powered through it and it was, I ended up having a nice little run in one of the tournaments, but I just knew after that one, the next year I, I wasn't going to do that again. So the fact that you're telling me that the, the structure is very solid and um, it's, it's more friendly to the player's time is huge. I mean, that's, that's yeah. me. Like I said, it's the biggest thing that held me back from even playing. Now, unfortunately, I won't be home this Saturday. But honestly, <laughs> maybe maybe next, next Saturday, maybe I give it a shot. I don't know. I, it, it depends on what I'm doing. But that, I, I kind of am interested now. Yeah, I, I, hey, and it was on Legend. Um, this, this is literally, <laughs> it's funny because Saturday was the first time I played a Legend this year. Yeah. Um, and and before that, when I was playing Hall of Fame games, I'm playing with my old bronze squad, so I don't really get a feel. Um, and I surprised myself. I really did. For first six games, five and one, I was like, okay. all right, okay. I I I 
I guess I could compete on Legend, which I never thought I could. I, I know what, what I had to do in order to compete. Like, I really had to read the releases of the pitchers um, because my reaction time is not the greatest. But <laughs> from doing that, I was able to um, actually hit. I was, like, very surprised. I can't. Uh, the Marte um, has been a godsend, um, the 93. Uh, and then Trout came up huge for me as well. Um, of course, so as on. he does. Yeah, yeah, it is just amazing. And I'm trying to think who else that did good for me. Um, Devin Williams did good for me. I used the Roy Holiday. I, I, that's what I meant to say. I used the Roy Holiday in the qualifier. Um, that's why I meant to transition to and I finally got to. So, yeah, I tried out the Roy Holiday and he did me so because I think everyone was expecting Randy because um, you see Randy a lot with everyone having 99 Randy. Um, I went the other, I don't have Randy, but I feel like a lot of people were expecting a lefty, um, to build their lineup round. So I put in Roy and Roy was dealing for me. You really Pretty had smart. to, you really had to mix his splitter. Um, I realized cause a lot of people still expect the cutter and sinker. If you mix up his splitter and then mix up with his, uh, cutter or sinker. And then on occasion, rare occasion, throw his four seam. You'll get people all all messed up. I didn't really like his curveball. His curveball kind of just it felt flat to me. Um, but I I really dig the card. I really did. Um, the one suggestion I do want to make for these qualifiers, I kind of wish they were capped for games. Um, where you got like say maybe fifteen games in this eight hour period, because I, I I don't know if everyone's gonna be able to play eight hours straight. Mm. Um, and go off like strength of schedule or run differential or something like that. But that's just a nitpick of mine. Um, regardless, I thought it was a big win. And I think a lot of community members that did play really dig the new format as well. Yeah. So. I, I, like I said, I didn't really, I, I didn't get much of a chance to really watch. I was, I had a lot of stuff going on this weekend, but from everything I heard and read on social media about the tournament, everybody was saying it was, it was a big improvement. And so a hey, major shout out to the esports team over at MLB right now. I think it's yep. uh, Leah and I'm not sure who else is running things over there. But if this is what we're in store for, if this is how tournaments are structured going forward, I think you guys have, have got a really nice foundation and we can only improve on it. And if we go back to what we had in the last podcast, talking to Roflow and Sporer about the possibilities of MLB esports in the future. I think the future is bright. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes. So, um, and then, uh, to conclude the talk, uh, we had a Wins Kreiner in, in the Wasn't first, first round. round, first round of day two. It, <laughs> how spoiled are we? It was a great game. It was seven, four Wins won, And then Wins went on to win, win it all. Um, the first qualifier against BMAC in the finals. Um, shout out to Kyle. Kyle made a, a final four push in qualifier. Um, he did really good. Chev did really good. Um, and it, you'll, we'll see a lot more. We'll see Kreiner back next week. So, oh, yeah. uh, I expect him to qualify for the grand, fi uh, finals next week and then go from there. But yeah, it, it was a fun weekend. Um, and shout out to Dooney. Dooney did eight hours, both days on Saturday, Sunday, commentating and, He's one of the guys that I don't know where he gets his energy from, man. It's just <laughs> eight from start of commentating to the end. He brings the same energy throughout every single second and it keeps the the viewers engaged. He keeps the it brings it it really he brings a great um just a great, just great way energy. to commentate. Yeah, great energy, great way to commentate the game. So um shout out to Tuny there. So yeah and, and, yeah, and you can tell how how passionate he is about this stuff. Too. Oh, like, yeah. That's oh, yeah. That's not anybody can do that. Not a lot of people are no. built for that type of of, you know, that type of casting. And and he absolutely yeah. knocks it out of the park. So you know hey, Thuny, we love you, man. Yeah, it, it's on the last note. He brings the video, the esports aspect of contemplating to Elmovie's show. That makes sense. Yeah. Like 100%. there's a cert there's a certain like how to broadcast in esports, and he does it now 100%. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to see where, where it goes throughout um, the next wildfires. And uh, make sure to tune in twitch.tv through any, I think it's for yous. You'll find him. He'll be up there. <laughs> yes, you will. Um, 
anyway, well, we still got a lot more content to talk about. And yes, that we do. Also talks about we got the always intense pack um that came out of blue. Um, I believe they started with the base round on Sunday or Monday, where we got a couple new cards there and then go into the rare round. Uh, I'll go over these cards real quick and then we'll get our initial feedback. And let me get to that right here, right now. So our base was uh rookie year Will Myers. It was Milestone Juan Pierre for a 600 stone base club. Uh, prime Brad Hand, a Prime Al Lighter, and then a second half, once again, another second half card with Matt Chapman. Those were the base. And then for the rare, we got Signature Series, uh, Tom Glavin, All-Star Year, uh, 2018, Mookie Betts, and then Gold Glove um, from last year, Brandon Crawford. All around, Cougs, I thought was, this is probably the most solid pack we had so far. Without a doubt. Without a doubt, it's the best pack we've had so far. Because you just take the base round alone. There's great yeah. value there. Matt Chapman is very solid. I like his swing a lot. You know, Al Leiter. I don't think we got like a lower overall Al Leiter last year. I know we had, I think, a gold. But once his, what was it, a perfect game, no hitter card came out. No hitter. Yep. As, a, as a, I think it was a BR reward. Um, yeah. That he was that was kind of it from there. So a lower overall Al Leiter with a solid pitch mix as another lefty, he he looked pretty good. Like that that pack has a lot of value. Now I don't know if I'd recommend buying the pack for 30k, considering no. what the base round guys go for. But hey, if you get lucky, you could triple your stubs with that rare round. And honestly, it's kind of a tough decision if you even want to sell the guys in the rare round because I think all three of them are like top of the line at their position. Yeah. I agree. Um, and I'm still going to give a shout out to Will Myers card. That's one of the most balanced cards that you could get. Um, yep. Just based off his attributes. So I really love his swing. So it's good to see ha him have a good card. Um, but and, yeah, and like you said, it's a, it's an affordable awards card too. Yes. So yeah, make sure to rely on that for collections. Yep. Good call on that. And uh, like you said, I, I'm going to piggyback what you said about the rare round. There's no bad choice. Um, once I saw the Brandon Crawford being the, cause we saw his finest card last year, which was his 2021 end game card. I expected the power to be a little bit down, especially being 95. And it was exactly where I thought it'd be. Um, and he's one of those cards that you don't really have to pay attention to his attributes. Like, cause he'll, he'll play above his attributes. There's always these cards that'll just play above his attributes. And he's always one of them. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it's the swing or what, but there's just some players where it feels like. You could have 20 power and the ball just jumps yeah. off their bat differently. <laughs> it's just, it's just it's it is weird, what it is. Man. Yeah, but um, I love the addition to the pack. I'm sure we'll get set one, set two, set three um, eventually. And then we go over there. But how about the, it, it's just the always intense, uh, just the name of the pack kind of caught me off guard. I don't know why. I love it. Well, uh, didn't they, wasn't he the always intense Matt Chapman? Is that, is that the thing? I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. But you would yeah. think he would be the rare round then. Like, give him you a rare round. You think. I mean, and they could have done it. They could have given him an, another flashback. But there's still room for Matt Chapman to get a better card down the line. Al Leiter is pretty intense, too. Even though he's, like, yeah. the nicest guy. But when he's on the mound, he's... I mean, this is screaming. If they put this, like, down, like, if this continues where 99s is, this is where, like, Max Scherzer be, like, the ultimate rare. or like, Yeah, for real. Rare, for this pack because just the way he is um on the mound so i don't know either way solid win-win um for those packs and then we got other tops now cards we got pat mazika a met <laughs> the third string i i, I guess i call him third string uh catcher uh for for the mets getting uh 88 tops now uh, we got lewis barrera um from the a's Getting eighty, these are all eighty-eight except for the Josh Naylor. He got ninety um, for his eight RBI game. We saw him got supercharged, so now he got a top sound card. And then Gavin Lux also um, got a top sound card. And remember, you're gonna need these for the May monthly reward, especially if you want that lightning card. So if you haven't done it yet, make sure you do it. Um, but yeah, so far yeah. so good. I mean, we got a lot of stuff. Um, a lot of good stuff. I'm I'm really digging the Pat Mazika card just for he's like a journeyman. So yeah. it's funny because this game, if we the, the Mets were blowing it, like we had a five, I think it was a five two lead. 
And then one of the, one of our, uh, one of the Mets killers right now is Jesse Winker. Um, we had this whole situation back when he was a Cincinnati Red um, where he, I think he caught a ball or out number three and then he waved to the fans goodbye because it's <laughs> out number three of the final game. Like he's one of those Met killers, like villains that gets along with the fans. Um, yeah. He even said like, he plays in into interview, it. Like, yeah, he's into it and he plays it off well. So we, it's all, all fun and games. Um, uh, and then in this game, he had a three run shot to tie up the game at five. And then Pat Mazika, First pitch against Andrew Muniz, who throws like up to 100. Um, he, he, he's not known for be a home run hitter. He just takes a first pitch and hits a home, uh, go-ahead home run. And it was, uh, it, was, it, it was great to see as a Met fan. And last year, he had these random walk-offs as well, like a fielder's choice walk-off. It was like a swinging bunt uh, type of thing. And now he gets an 88 um, diamond overall card. This is, without a doubt, the highest card he'll probably ever get in LA show history. <laughs> Um, yeah. throughout his playing career. So it's always, this is what Tops Now does. That's why I'm trying, I'm trying to get to the point where like, this is, this is why I love Tops Now, where we get these random cards that you just don't really see um, getting love and they get love like this. Yeah. And, and it's, I agree with you. Tops Now is a great place for that, but I can't help but be a little disappointed, Scuffy. Oh yeah. I forgot about Tops, this. Tops <laughs> put out, and Albert Pujols pitching Tops Now a card and MLB The Show didn't grab it and put it in the game. Come on. It doesn't have I, to be a diamond. Make it a silver like Rizzo last year. Yeah, I have a theory. They're going to put it in a BR program later this year. Really? Yes. Do you think it would be a good enough card to justify that silver round, though, or that bronze oh, round? We'll, we'll go nuts about it. Come on now. I, I get we'll go nuts, but will it be good? That's the no. thing. No, it'll be Anthony Rizzo. But then he'll have but the Rizzo power. Was kind, Rizzo was kind of like, <laughs> you, you, could, you could work it with Rizzo a little bit. I don't know. Maybe don't know. they'll have I, yeah. some fun with it. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Either way, I, I I'm disappointed like, that it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and then Molina actually pitched, I think, last night or the night before. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And they both had the same ERA. It's like 36.00 or something. So, so um, one, neither one of them, one of them are going later. in the hall as a pitcher. You know that. <laughs> no. But one of them needs to pitch, or both of them need to pitch at least one more time to see who has the lower ERA throughout the season. That's There's true. No, it like, needs to be thing. like a storyline. <laughs> it's like you have the home run chase. Now you have the ERA chase between Pujols and Molina. For need it. Need last it. Last year. Let's go. Um uh, we got also some new headliners. We got the Ralph Kiner from last week, um, 94A. If you need some power off your bench, that he'll be your guy. Um, his fielding is always never the greatest, but you always have some contact and pop. Um, and then we have one being released tomorrow or today, if you're listening to this, and that's the prime Jared Weaver, which perfect time, once again, to release this card. Um, I'm very curious. His velocity the velocity differences between his pitches that's going to be the key on if he's be usable or not agreed definitely agreed um i I don't really anticipate jared weaver being like a a a dog i don't anticipate him being at at the top of anybody's rotation really like maybe if you like his pitches and and you can kind of sequence and mess with some timing he could be solid but i i don't anticipate that really um but as an Angels fan, I'm I'm excited to uh, to be able to use him and, and have a good version of him for sure. Um, what I thought was interesting though was on Twitter they revealed the card and it's a prime card, but they used the same card art as his gold card, they, like yeah. the same card art. But then they changed it. They they changed the card art to be a different one. I don't know if that was because of the community kind of saying it, it was it felt lazy or whatever, but. They did change it, so now it's a different Jared Weaver, and it's a prime card. It still opens up the door to us getting his no-hitter card later on in the year at some point. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. Yeah, and there, there's no way they don't no bring hitter. that card out, especially, you know, like Al Leiter. Al Leiter's got that prime card now. Like, we're, we're still probably going to get the, the no-hitter Al Leiter at some point, too. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm all for it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they're releasing cards when they need to release them. So we've been saying, we sound like a broken record now. They've been doing a fantastic job on that. Um, and they're continuing to, and speaking of that, um, the new event or the, um, 
the event that came out with the program, the Docs Cleaning event, that and the Air Noah budget beast right there. I think. Very solid card, 100%. I thought it was kind of better than the Paul Motter card. <laughs> no, agreed. Once, once again, and we had that situation with Wade Box and Johnny Bench um, where we thought they could flip. And I think the same thing, um, the 12 wins uh, gets you Paul Motter. I forgot how many wins gets you uh, Aaron Nola, but. Be, yeah, um, I think I think out. it's like ten and fifteen or twelve yeah, and fifteen or something like that. Somewhere around there. Um, so yeah, uh, we got that, and then we have a new event coming out tomorrow, and we got another Tak Takazashi uh, card with Trevor Hoffman um, being ninety three overall. So I'm really happy. I'm I'm really happy they're releasing those Takashi just cards continue. more regularly. Yep. I I really thought for a second there that we were just going to stop at the five ones you get at the beginning of the year, but I'm so happy they've, they've put out more cards. I don't know if they had a bunch of these cards like made beforehand, or if they saw the community reaction to how much people like these cards and then they commissioned him to do more, but whatever it is, man, keep them coming. I, I want to see 99 overall Takashi cards in end game lineups. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Hands down. I mean, I think a lot of people will still be using calls to go throughout the year. 100%. Uh, I don't think Very he's much. going where I he's going to be he's going to be it's funny I bought him off the market for the circuit on uh Saturday didn't even use him really I not to use him yeah um I found a lineup that I really liked and I first had him um but then I was thinking Randy right Randy it really was Randy was on my mind of uh, making my lineup um because That's I just true. didn't want to do lefty lefty with him um but I I need to give him a full try eventually when Randy is not going to be the main guy being used. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I see him being part of my lineup, especially when theme teams comes around. I mean, he's going to be Mets, Mets, Marlins, Blue Jays, you name it. Um, they're going to be there. Him with, uh, with, um, uh, Roy Halliday. I mean, look at the, look at the Phillies all time team this year, by the way. Like speaking of of theme teams, oh the they Phillies, got a whole program for them. So <laughs> I know the Phillies, man they they have been getting kind of screwed with their their legends. I mean, it's what it's been like Robin Roberts and what like what yeah. Richie Ashburn. Like those have been kind of their yeah. their big names. But now they've got Roy Halladay, Chase Utley, uh, uh, Ryan Howard. Um, we've got a good Cole Hamels. We've got you know like there there's. The Phillies all-time team. Plus, we don't even have a good Jimmy Rollins yet. Like, they no. they finally are getting the love they deserve. Yeah, and they even they even hinted that we should probably see Cliff Lee and Jimmy Rollins pop up very soon. I yeah, don't think I wouldn't be that shocked. Yet, but it should be sometime before the program ends. So they're even going. Yeah, you could really build up a nice Phillies team team just now, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is absolutely insane. I mean, Hamels came out too. It's Jeez, Louis um, Walt. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it's like where, where's the Mets love? Man, Braves <laughs> get love beforehand. They, mean, they'll get I, theirs. They they've already got Gary there, Carter. We got live series to oh, yeah, We Gary got Tom Carter. Seaver. We just Come got on. lighter. We got lighter. I can't be upset. Um, you know, I'm just being picky. Um, but yeah, it, it was a solid week of content. I'm not gonna lie. And then we got some supercharged cards on top of that. Dude, that story that came out. Yeah. Now they're boosting up the superchargers to 95. I mean, before then they were like 92. Now they're boosting up to 95. Now now they're getting like, okay, these cards are going to be um <laughs> well, pretty I damn juice. That we're going to get 99s for supercharge eventually. Yeah, well I think uh was it was it Martin Perez? He threw like yes, a complete Martin game Perez. shutout. I think didn't he go Almost through a 97? No, it was a 95. I had him 95? on my bronze squad. Yeah. I didn't really like him, but um that's here and there, but yeah, it was a 95. Okay. But yeah, no, they're, they're going to keep going up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that story came out and there were some people that were using, it's funny. Now with supercharge being thing, people were using them in the qualifiers. Um, just like the day of, like, Hey, I got this 95 plus card. I don't have another 95 card. That's let me put Trevor story in here and, uh, bounce that out a little bit. So I, I thought that was fantastic. Um, just to see that being another phase. However, that's another thing I'm going to kind of nitpick, and you brought it up before. Um, I kind of wish they didn't go base on the base overalls. Um, with I'm um, not not the base. I kind of they just went with the base overalls, not with the parallel or the inside edge. But we talked about this last week. 
and yeah, I'm with you, Googs. I kind of wish they just go whatever old role they are, they are. Um, and you get to play them because now I even see Ochev's tweet earlier today. He can't play with his Marte or Ernie Banks because he wants to save them for the grand finals. Yeah. Because if he starts playing with them, he's going to power them up and they're going to go higher overall. That's kind of sucks, man. Yeah, that really sucks. I I think yeah. that's, I think for the, I don't think they can do it for this circuit because mm. it's already started, but maybe for the next one, I wouldn't be opposed to them tweaking that rule at all. I, I really wouldn't. I, yeah, sure. Is it going to give some people an advantage? Sure, but you're yeah. giving the advantage to people that have put hours and hours into the game, and those are the people that are probably going to be there at the end of the tournament regardless. So I don't really see how it makes much of a difference. Yeah, I, I would say parallels um, or inside edge shouldn't matter, but supercharge would because supercharge is always, those cards are always going to be lower tier cards. Um, I, I just feel like they're more accessible. And yeah. they're not going to be used like constantly, um, so yeah. I I wouldn't mind that. But hey, it's all about adjustments, and they've been making adjustments to this esports year and year. Um, so that I mean, this is us just nitpicking. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think. We got everything today. I think. Well, we talked oh, about no. supercharged story. Yeah, we. T- oh yeah, we story. We got Perez. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, and who made his debut over the weekend? And that was Ali Rushman. It was good to see him. uh, You know what was cool? Um, The clip right before he took the first pitch where he circled around the stadium just to take it all in. Yep. Um, It was like something on the movie. Like, he was just, and then he's like, all right, here we go. I feel like, let's get to work. Yeah, that was pretty, like, a goosebumps type of moment. Um, So, I love seeing that. For him being, like, a name that we know, knew about since he got drafted from Oregon, um, He's always been this top prospect, and to find it for him to come up it was kind of cool, and it gives you hype. And I feel like it gives even more hype when you're an MLB show player because, like we said, they've tweeted out if he gets a hit or when he gets a hit, they'll supercharge the prospect series, not the 91 series card, um, and they'll supercharge it. And what does he do? He hits a triple. Was it the first game or the second? Yeah, it was his first game. He hit first a triple game, yeah. down the right field um and got a triple so that was pretty dope yeah i think it was uh i think it was a stand-up triple too could you imagine because because i think whoever yeah. was in right field uh right field, had some yeah. issues getting the ball up in the corner there could you imagine if he got an inside the park home run as his first <laughs> make bigly hit like that that would have been that would have broken baseball I'm curious twitter if anyone ever got that before yeah that's that's a good like first deep cut type of question hit and that will be inside the park let's see if google will do that do do the honors here, but I doubt it. Like plenty of people have had their first hit be a bomb, but an inside the park bomb. I don't even know. Uh, I don't know. I don't see it. No. You were had to do some digging, but that's that'd be kind of cool to find out. Yeah. Um, if anyone did that. Uh, <laughs> but either way, that was pretty dope. I didn't see that coming. Um, and I believe it's for five days. Yeah, they 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 gave it to uh to him for yeah, the five days. It's longer than just the typical 48 hours. And like you said, they did it on the Prospect Series, but they also didn't really have any other card to go off of. I don't think he has a live series yet. Um, no. But yeah. I'm waiting for his live series. I hope it's a bronze. Um, It'll probably be a silver. Either. Yeah, it probably will be. But still, it'll be a solid card to have um, in BR eventually, and then if he plays good, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I hope they continue doing that. Maybe like whoever's like a top hundred prospect and they get called up. Um, if they get a hit, they'll do the same thing. That'd be pretty dope. And it gets like for people that don't know. Him, um, and just like how the future star cards did for us previously, if you're new to sh- the show and you're just getting to learn about these prospects, this is even another way to get to learn about them um, and learn their name and figure out what team they belong to and, and get to play with their card. So th- I thought that was a fantastic, it's just supercharged has been, absolutely the best addition to dd this year yeah 100 percent. so so yeah but yeah i mean we got that and then do do we have anything else we have the roster update coming on thursday yo sandy <laughs> i'm just gonna say sandy i for, i can't say his last name our uh, the Marlins pitcher who went down to be a silver 
should never got downgraded. And ever since then, he's been having like a, he has like a two point something year, right? He had a complete game, I believe, shutout the other night. So he should be back up to gold um, after this roster update. I'm hoping my boy Pete, man, gets to diamond. I think he yeah, does. Yeah, you think he's going to do it? I, th- I think he does. He's on a hot streak, man. He's, ha- he's having probably his best season so far as a Met. Even though his rookie year was unbelievable, but he's on the pace of have his best season so far. Um, so we'll see if uh, he goes diamond. I'm trying to think, dude, does where's Machado right now? He's at 88 or is he 90? Um, it's a great question. Uh, Machado is a 89. He's going above 90. Yeah. There's this week has to. Um, but the way he's playing as well, Goldie. Goldie should get an update as well. Give you another one here. Another one that was uh, heavily teased in the stream. Probably Jazz. Oh, yeah, Jazz. Oh, how about that, though? That's funny. That was cool. bring up Jazz. Yeah. So if you guys missed it, they brought Jazz to the studio, and he got to build his own 99 card. As you see, other major league players get to have their own 99 card of themselves in their DD lineup, and they got to build Jazz. But now we can see the template of it, right? We see – I'm curious if they do that to any – other players like oh hey you have 400 points or do you want these cards um or do you want these uh points to be on your attributes and i thought that was pretty cool that would be really cool so um but yeah i i think that's it yeah i think we i think we covered most of it like i said we we don't have we don't have monthly awards yet we don't have do we get a new collection here cooks while you go on vacation (laughs) <laughs> I I don't I don't think so. I think I might have lucked out because judging off of the calendar, uh it's a Thursday content drop. It's a holiday weekend. I can't imagine that they would drop something on Monday. Maybe tomorrow. There's still an opportunity for them to shake up well, the you schedule. You want to drop it on the oh, but when you want to drop it on the long weekend? Like, you I well, think I you would, which is why I find it interesting that they haven't said anything about it, but I feel Maybe like it's just a secret. Maybe, maybe. I feel like they, they would have said something by now, though. But tomorrow, the calendar will probably be upgraded and we'll probably see something on there. But yeah, Mariano, we got a, uh, a Memorial Day weekend last year and yeah. the game came out two weeks later than it did this year. So we're oh, behind on when we're a collection. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I'd be pretty and and speaking of that. You know, as Scuffy said, I will not be here next week. If you guys are listening to Inside the Show next week, I will not be on. Uh, we might try to get a uh, uh, somebody to fill in for my role next week, but I'm going to New York. Going to go catch a Mets game, uh, Mets and Phillies yeah. Sunday night baseball, and then my Angels are actually rolling into town, uh, and they're going to be playing the Yankees on Tuesday night. And I believe Scuffy and I will be at that game together. So um, I- ironic, <laughs> be a Yankee game, not the Met game, but I won't be. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Met game. <laughs> so. I'm excited though. I am. I was telling you before, but like. Well, we we had the discussion last time I went to a Yankee Met game. It was Atani pitching, and then he gets rocked in the first inning. So I didn't really get to see him. Never seen Trout live. So please, Trout, stay healthy. That's stay true. healthy, bro. and Just stay healthy for another week. <laughs> and if it's the Tuesday game, I think if everything stays the way it is, don't tell uh, me what. Don't tell me Atani's pitching. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Noah. Oh, okay. Cindergard right. in New York. I know it's not against the Mets, but still, like mm-hmm. that's gonna be kind of fun. I, I, assuming, as far as I know, everything should line up for that. Um, okay. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've seen Noah pitch plenty of times, so it'd be dope to see him again. Um, I, w- I I was looking into something. I was like, I I want to run for the Angels, right? So I was like, look, what can I get? And I was thinking, get a Ryan Schiff like T-shirt. <laughs> Or or jersey like what what goes together like the the glitchy squad but um I couldn't find anything on that but oh, I, I'm excited though I am excited uh I I just I want to see Trout so bad and I want to see Trout just hit bombs um I I, I don't even care if he hit bombs I just want to know that I've seen the best player well him and Tani I mean kind of rival the best player um but yeah I want to see him live so can't wait sweet. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. You're gonna enjoy City Field, man. I'm telling you, eat a lot of food there. There's a lot of good food over there. Um, in Yankee Stadium, they had the infamous uh bucket 
of fries and tenders. It's like goes for like 20 something bucks and gives you like eight tenders and the whole like a bucket of fries um, that are really good. Can't think of anything else, but City Fields, where is that? I'm I really want to know when in like two weeks time. I'm going to hear like. I want to hear the differences between what you like between City Field and Yankee Stadium and vice versa. So that's going to be a segment we're going to have to talk about. Yeah, both those stadiums are near the top of my list of places I want to go to. So I'm, I'm, I'll be taking it all in. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but Cougs, we'll miss you definitely next week. Uh, but you'll be back here. Maybe by the time, don't wait. They'll, they'll be like, yo, Cougs is going away. Let's wait at least one more week. Let them enjoy the, enjoy the two ballparks <laughs> and come back. And then you get a full, full amount of grinding once you uh, get back home. And That's true. I'll probably have some stuff to catch up on for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because um, we got new ranked seasons next week, I think. Yeah, I got to try to see if I can make World Series before I head out. I'm not even in the 800s yet, so I got a long week that's ahead of me. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do once we get up there. I'm going to try to get my bronze squad to World Series, see if I can do it. I got God up to 7, 735 with them. Nice. That's pretty good yeah, not, for bronze. It gets tough on Hall of Fame with those dudes. It gets, yeah. Um, the qualifier helped me now because now seeing Legend, I feel much more confident on Hall That's of good. Fame when I didn't feel confident at all on Hall of Fame, but now I do. Um, so the qualifier definitely helped me. I just yeah, pray that you I, don't face Dallas Keuchel because he is impossible to hit. Keuchel, dude, how? how about, you had to mention that name. Every time, every time so, I got on the cuss, of because I, I I've been up and down between Hall of Fame and, and All Star with this team. Every time I see try to get a cusp of it, try to get back, it's Keiko. I so rather tough. face Randy than Keiko. I'm saying I'm not okay, so I'm not crazy. <laughs> I would rather face Randy than Keiko at this point in time. I can't hit yes. him. Yeah, and it's funny. Me, <laughs> it's like literally last night, me and my two buddies, we boot up co-op, and I'll tell you, co-op when working is the most fun I ever have in this game. Win or lose. Um, I hope they get that fixed soon. I really do. Because it take, it took us forever to get a game. It took us more time to get a game than play the game, which says a lot. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we played one game. And of course, this is the one game we get Ky- we're facing Kaiko, right? The dude had a perfect game, eight to two thirds <laughs> against us. We were just lost. Absolutely it's, lost. so tough. Play. <laughs> we're luckily um i was able to get a single with chris bryant but we lost uh no we lost we lost 2-1 because we were making a comeback and then one of my buddies went over second too much when base running so he got picked back off when trying to go back to second when we had the time to run um but yeah keiko was just dude he's rough man yeah it's he's, funny. he's he doesn't throw hard doesn't no it, it, it's, it's just the break mixed. it's the yeah. break that's that i i figured it out the break is is the difference because his cutter doesn't look like any other cutter, and his sinker doesn't look like any other sinker. The way the pitches yeah. move off his hand, I, it, I cannot hit him. Yeah. But I kind of like how it's the 92 overall that's giving us this fits, right? So it just shows you, once again, overalls really are under, like overrated. You yeah. have a certain amount of attributes towards your player and like that break of his sinker. I mean, anything's going to be successful with that. He's so. a stud. Uh, yeah. Keiko's world now. Yeah, we're just would you put him at the? Would you put him at that level yet? Like of oh. like the Kluber Cabrera. No, no, level. no, no. I I wouldn't. Um, that I'd that's a like different one ballpark. or two below. Yeah, I say he's like one or two below. Yeah, um, he's very I tough. We, I don't think we truly got um that type of pitcher yet in this game, which is probably good. Um, well, I mean, Randy, it would probably be Randy, but like not enough people have Randy. Yeah, exactly. Not enough, that's why I'm saying like you don't see Randy every other game um, unless you're playing like uh, we did last Saturday with the qualifier because you're going to have the top guys going at it. But yeah, um, you don't see Randy like every other game. It's it's going to be someone that's attainable, very attainable through the program or stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know that. We'll see. We'll see who's going to be that pitcher eventually. But right now, I, I agree. Kaiko is absolute stuff. It's the lefties, man. It's just the lefties this year. There's something going on. Which is um, good because all the best pitchers last year were righties. So I'm happy for the the little change of pace. 
Mm-hmm. And we do have to give it a shout out before we get off. Uh, Roy Holiday getting his 106 H per nines too. So that was good to see. Higher than Randy. Um, and hey, shout out to uh, Roy Halladay's son for getting yes. him the one of one Super Fractor card. That was awesome. I thought that's pretty dope. And we that's not the first time with the Philly son. I mean, uh, Philly player's son. We had the we talked about the Ryan Howard son doing the same yep. thing for his car. The cover is super edition, cool. So. You love that. I mean, that's pretty dope, man. Um, to play with, just you know, play for your pops like that. To just sit back, That'd be kind play, of a surreal for, feeling. It has to be. It, it has to be. So it's it's always always brings a smile to like the community's face, and it's just um, now I just need uh, David Wright's uh, daughter, just you know, start playing with <laughs> the show, try to get get him in the game. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, Cooks, I, I bid you farewell for. This weekend next, you have a fantastic trip. I'm, we'll meet up on Tuesday. Um, I, we'll talk all about it when we get when you get back for two weeks from now. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy your time over there, man. Sweet. I appreciate it, man. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to, to meeting up and watching a game. And hopefully the Angels take a, take a W out there. That will do us for this week on Inside the Show. Be sure to hit us a follow on Twitter, Inside the Show PC. Once again, twitter.com slash Inside the Show PC. We're on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash Inside the Show. If you're watching right now, be sure to hit a thumbs up on today's video. You can follow my boy Coogs at Coogs46 on Twitter. You'll find all socials there. I'm at Scuffy Me. I'm, I'm going to roll with this because I'm botching this many times. You're realistic. <laughs> I'm at Scuffy Mickey TV. You guys have fun grinding this week. Hope your investments go diamond this week as well. If you're investing, and we'll talk about it all about it next week. Peace out, guys.